Hi, ladies. So, this is where you get to hear my story. Um, so, I had the opportunity to grow up in a family that went to church all the time. But God was super far off for me. He was like a big granddaddy in the sky. And so I always, he was just far and distant and I prayed to him, did the whole honor and awe thing really good. But I went to camp this one year um, and at the camp, they shared this whole thing that Jesus died on the cross. And that was about what I got out of the talk other than like Candy said, she went home and just cried in the car, right? I, I went to this stall in a bathroom at this camp, and I just went, I don't know what just happened. But whatever you did, Jesus, demands a response from me. And I give you my response. I give you a yes. I don't know what that means. So over, and I was 14 at the time, and he got a hold of my heart, I read tons and tons and tons and got to know him really, really well. But one day when I'm 21, so seven years later, I realized that even though God had had my heart this whole time, I had also been in relationship after relationship after relationship. Now, when I say that, I first started having relationships in sixth grade when you're going steady and passing the notes because we couldn't text. There was no such thing as phones. So, but th those were silly, right? But in that whole seven years, I had gaps of, of increments, maybe six months where I was not in a relationship. I'm not talking I dated around. I had a need for stability. And when I was 21, I was in a relationship and I and my whole life could be at that point I really 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 wanted to be a wife and a mom and the guy I was dating really thought this is who all my hopes and dreams were pinned on and God got a hold of my heart and he said you kind of need to choose because even though I loved God and walked with him I had relationship there's like this weird thing. And I have to tell you, I did not know why. So God brought me to the end of myself and, and here I am, you know, I'm sure that if I'm staying in this relationship, it will go and, and my desires will be met. But here's God wooing me. And I'm like, uh, you mean I have to give up everything? I hope and dream and choose you. And it was like walking to the edge of an abyss that was pitch black and God saying, jump, I'll catch you. And I'm thinking, yeah, right, really? I chose Jesus, I chose God, but I chose him in a deeper way than I ever had. As we read the My Heart's Christ home this last week, it was really going, I had locked off my ability to have my desires met in God. But 
I kind of went, okay. So I choose you, God, and I jumped. And so for two years, I didn't date. Okay, this is like unheard of. <laughs> Whoa, but I didn't date. I just got to know my daddy God, my Jesus. I got to know him intimately. And during that time, I kind of went, why was I dating all these guys? I don't, I don't get why I did what he did. And he actually very gently, um, it's classic in any counseling or anyway, I started having memories of the sexual abuse that happened when I was six in my own home by someone who my parents were trying to help. Um, it was confirmed, all this, right? I, had, I was sexually abused. And so God gave me this information and I went, oh, no wonder, right? The information helped change my mindset. I also realized I do not want my parents' marriage. I was headed to a really, really lousy marriage. I don't want that. God gave me eyes to see. And I kind of was like, I need a little help because I don't know what a good marriage would look like. He gave me two mentors. So two ladies that I could actually learn from that were polar opposites. It was awesome. And during that time, I also realized every relationship I was in, I was in it for what I could get out of it. I was in those relationships because I needed to be made whole. And in that period of time with God, he showed me I could be in a relationship because I have something to offer. And coming from this place of offering him was like really cool. So then I met a young man, very cool story and all of that, but for another time. So I, I then meet my now husband and I'm like, oh, this is the guy. I think this is the guy. And God, that scares me to my toes. I don't trust me. So I walked away. I walked away, I walked away, and he pursued, which is uncharacteristic of him. And, but we dated. Um, before that, I was like, God, what am I going to do with my life? I'm graduating college, and everybody gets married, and I'm not going to marry. So I was, okay, so I knew where I was going to move, all the specifics, just not the place. Small college town in the mountains outside of Texas, not in Colorado. My husband... This guy I met was living in northern Utah getting one of his degrees. I'm like, hmm, that's a small college town in the mountains, not in Colorado, outside of Texas. So I move there, we date, um, and, and I'm pretty much confirmed that this is the guy, right? From the time I moved to the time we got married, it was three years. People look at me like, that's forever. And God taught me a lot during that time. One was my husband is very deliberate. He will not be rushed, right? And there was one time that we had this fight, and I'm just like, God, and God got a hold of me. And we were in this parking lot right in front of the bowling alley. We still have a joke, you know, want to go bowling. Um, anyway, so, <laughs> um, and I got out of the car and had to kind of walk off my steam because I'm like, God help me. And he's like, he gave me this stark image of him holding this robe, this mantle, if you will, 
And he said, I am holding a mantle of manhood up for John to rise up into. Your job is to let me do my job. You walk with me. So, uh, we got married. Um, he orchestrated how he told me he loved me. He orchestrated the whole, I mean, he does amazing things like that. But we get married and you would think, oh, happily ever after, fabulous, because I walk with God, he walks with God. Great, oh wow, we are so different. And then there's this, my hopes and dreams. I'm a wife, I'm doing some work, I change this, God provides another opportunities for me, I'm fulfilled in all these ways. And then I lose our first child in pregnancy. I was so pissed at God. I didn't talk to him for nine months. I was pissed. I was angry. I was hurt. Let's just say that things weren't going so well at home either because, you know, if in the language that we're talking about in this class, if God's not on the throne, who is? But he wasn't on the throne of my heart at that moment. I was just pure and simple, pissed off, depressed, angry, hurt. Someone asked me, how did you get out of that? I went, well, I'm mad at the Psalms. Every time I read a Psalm, it went from, I'm so angry, I'm so irritated, to praising God. I'm like, that just seems wrong, doesn't it? That just seems unheard of wrong. So I wrote my own song, unedited. God's big enough for that, right? And at the end of it, I was praising him. That is so supernatural. When you experience it, it will make sense. I won't try and make sense for you because it is a supernatural experience of God. Of that place of changing, I open myself up to you and I acknowledge that you are God and I am not. You are trustworthy and I can't trust my own desires or emotions, but you are and I trust you. And God reaffirmed his goodness, um, but that was a long wait. It was another five years before I was able to have a child. There was infertility stuff, there was depression, there was God meeting me and giving me a promise. But it was hard. And in the midst of all that, God, when my heart is right with him, I have something to offer. Because we can't give what we have not received. Those places where I'm ticked at God, I'm not receiving his love, and I can't give it. Which means I suck at relationships. Pretty bad. I have to have things with God on the throne, me yielded 
I have a lot of oomph, power, right? God gives us that. But if I am wielding that before the people around me, I have cut them down to nothing. But when I am yielded to my God and he's on the throne, his love drenches all the dry places. So marriage is up and down. This constant, oh my gosh, I have to keep my eyes on Jesus. I have to remember to remember that he is good and trustworthy and he's got this and my plans are my plans but his are beautiful his will come to pass and I can trust him but I have to constantly remember that and I go back and forth and I forget I am forgetful Every piece of jewelry I wear is actually a reminder. Every piece, I'm not joking. Everything I wear is to remind me of God's goodness. This particular one is a vine that I may abide in him. Because apart from him, I suck. So, We'll come back, more details later, right? All this stuff's gonna come out. But that's, that's kind of where we are. I have to be right with God to be able to love my people. Um, and I have to love my people because God put them on purpose in my life. My husband, my children, my loved ones, y'all.